Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 74 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Mikey P is out again tonight because he really just doesn't care. Uh, We want to thank everybody that's tuned in to our live stream. That was a joke. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to our live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Tonight, we're going to be covering all of the NBA playoff action starting with the weekend. Um, And that's basically everything that this show is going to entail. Mm. You ready for it? I'm always ready, but let's talk about the... Where you want to start? ...announced golf matchup with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady teaming up. That's a good one. I didn't, I didn't even think Patrick to mention Mahomes that. and Josh Allen. Apparently, Josh Allen said some shit. Said what shit? I don't know. I, just, I was hearing it on the way here. Well, Brady's been trolling on Twitter. Regular. And uh, Josh Allen responded. So it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm looking forward to it. Ultra competitive. And you know who I'm taking. I'm taking I'll bet against him I'm, in anything. I'm taking the 12s, bro. I get the MVP, the reigning MVP, and hopefully you don't Bowl go team. out like his last football game. That would be the last that two seasons. Shit. Who? <laughs> Who's this? Brady. Oh, you're still talking smack on Brady? Yeah, he's got to recapture that energy. It's weird. It's weird. weird to me how someone always wants to attack somebody who has seven Super Bowls. It's weird. It's that, weird. That's weird. You call it what you want. I call it hate. I call it jealousy. And I call it weird. I call it real. I call it real. I call it accountability. Yeah, accountability. All right. So let's start You're off funny. with the Sixers. Yeah, let's do it. All right. How do you think they looked? And what were your biggest takeaways from it? Bro, my biggest takeaway is that. I don't think James Harden, the of the old James Harden, is coming back, bro, this year. Regular. I. That's not me. That's you. That's you. And Shit. that's really regular because every time something's blamed on me, it's actually somebody else. Fuck. Theories is cooking now. What's up? You're prepared. I am prepared. Damn it. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like Harden was kind of like a uh, facilitator. And I really think Maxi is a superstar, bro. Like, the way he performed in a playoff game is something we've never seen Ben Simmons do. Exactly. And, and to be honest with you, like, <laughs> you can see the difference. Like, when the Sixers have somebody who, is, who isn't scared to shoot, 
versus somebody who was scared to shoot. Now they're a more dangerous team. And then you had the veteran presence of, of Harden, and you got Embiid, of course. I mean... Goes without saying. Yeah, right. He's the MVP. And Bats. then you got Tobias, who kind of balled. Yo, he started off hot. That's the key with him. If he starts off hot... It's a confidence it's, thing. He's ready to rock. But if he starts off slow, I, I feel like he like gets down on himself. You know what I mean? And his confidence is gone. But he started off hot. The Sixers looked great. Um... It's looking like a sweep, but I think the Raptors are going to adjust. Um, their coach is probably like top five, top three. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nurse is an awesome coach. They don't even so, have any superstars. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're just good. They're just good. They're just a good team. But I can see the Raptors kind of winning one in Toronto. I know I said Sixers and six, but it, it looks like they're just too much for, for the Raptors. I don't think they can they can compete. So to go off of what you said with Harden, um, he had 22 points and 14 assists with one turnover. I think a part of Harden's game that gets overlooked is he's an elite distributor. Yeah. Like, he can run an offense. And the, the thing with Harden is you still have to respect him. So, when unlike Ben Simmons, when Harden's running your offense, you still have to account for his scoring because he can score, and if he gets to the free throw line, he can knock him down. Yeah. And I also think Max, he's a superstar. No doubt. 38 points. He actually should be no doubt. most improved player. And the only reason I'm saying he's that is He's not even on the ballot. Nope. And the only reason I'm saying that is because, well, maybe Jordan Poole, you could argue. He's we'll, not even we'll the final him, bro. But my thing with Maxi is, is Maxi can do it all. He can shoot. He can score. I mean, he, like I said, he went from shooting 26% on three-pointers to shooting 44% and being the third or fifth overall three-point scorer this year in one offseason. So that just shows you his work ethic. And well, yeah. Apparently, there's there's called like the, the uh, it should be called a the maxi rule according to doc rivers that locking him out of the gym yeah, and stuff. locking out of the gym and locking up the gym and stuff yeah i mean just like you said his work ethic i mean that speaks for itself if a coach is telling you that and it's and, and this kid's what second year yep. like this kid's a beast bro he just my thing is is like with the like, sixers this is who i'm i really feel like they were playing chess i think that they like it just got it, they got lucky to fall into the fourth seed because now they avoid milwaukee the nets and the celtics until the um until the Eastern Conference Finals, which they're going to get there. No cat. But, like, for me, it was just, it was amazing to watch. Like, they looked, they actually looked well coached. Like, that was the first time I actually believed in Doc Rivers. He played Paul Reed, finally. Like, DeAndre Jordan shouldn't see a minute the rest of the playoffs. Here's the thing. And I've always, I've always thought about this. You know how, like, you know, teams like to lose in the end of the season to avoid certain teams to play in the playoffs? Yeah. My thing is this, what kind of message are you sending to your locker room by doing that? It's strategy though. Because I why, understand that. Why I get you, it? Why would you want to go against that animal? Because if you feel like you're the best team in the in the East, you don't give a fuck who you play. Anything could happen though. I mean I understand Shaq that. said to him and the him, Kobe and the Lakers did it. It's just a preference of because look, here's the thing. Would you rather play the Nets in the first round and go seven games or play them in the Eastern Conference Finals and go seven games? You don't want all that wear and tear in the beginning. Because is here's though. the thing. The Nets and Celtics series, whoever comes out of that is going to be so beat up after that series that the Bucs are going to feel refreshed because they're going to sweep the Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, to me, I just, like, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying in terms of, like, if you think you're the better team and you think you're the best team, it doesn't matter. But why would you want to go through that if you could position yourself to get an easier opponent? I, yeah, no, I get it. It's, it's all strategic, but I like, does it ever like, 
how does that go well with the players? That's how I like. That's I actually how I think see. it's more of a player's decision. Do you? I really do. Yeah. See, I think that's kind of more of uh, coaches or upper management's kind of decision. Obviously, the coach. But I feel like coach, if the players weren't on board with it, they wouldn't do it. Like I feel like the players have to sign off on. Yeah. That. I mean, I feel like yeah, obviously, because otherwise they'll be looking around like yeah, what's going on? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. What are we like? Why are we changing? You know? I get it. But I feel like it also kind of sends a bad message. Like I, I really do. Like in a weird way. I it know does. We, we, like, we bullshitted about it yeah, before. Like it, it's it's actually like a really good discussion. I would like yeah. to hear Palante because I'm in the this. I'm in the I'm on the side of play chess. Get the best matchup for you in the beginning. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Obviously, you want the easier path to get to the finals. I get that. But I feel like if you are a competitor, I feel like you wouldn't care. Personally. Here's the thing about competitors. Personally. Here's the thing, though. Competitors will do anything. If I feel win. like my team is better than their team, yeah. Let's do, rock. Do you agree with this? Let's hoot. Do you agree that competitors will do anything to win? Absolutely. That ties into that. Yeah, true. Like, you know what they say. If you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. I know, but is, so, that, is that really cheating? In to, a sense, to, yeah. To a degree. And, and to a degree, yeah, yes, because okay. it's almost like you're you're basically fixing where you fall. Now, here's the thing. I don't think, like, when they lost to the Pistons, I think that was real. I don't think that yeah, they, like, no, they threw they, that no, game. I actually think that, yeah. They, so, they got, I'm not they saying it like that. I'm just saying, like, when you start sitting guys for games and stuff, you're not putting your best lineup out there. Yeah. So, that's where I went that. But that's a really good discussion. I like that. Yeah. All right. So, up next. Well, cool Ooh, my, go, ahead, go ahead. So, let's, let's, let's keep going with the Sixers. Let's talk about the Raptors. I mean, what do you think they have to do in order to steal a game or two here? Honestly, I don't think they can. I just like when I said the Sixers were going to sweep them and in our bracket, I put five just because I was trying to be respectful, doing a gentleman sweep. But for me with the Raptors, dude, it's just basketball games are won with star talent. And the Sixers have the three best players in the series, Maxi, mm -hmm. Harden and Embiid. And to me, I just I don't. I don't see a path of victory to for the Raptors to win. That like it just doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. Like it can work because in the regular season they're not game planning the way they are game planning in the playoffs. So now when you're game planning against them, it's a lot easier. Like you see, like in the comments they're saying right now, Embiid has 18 in the first quarter. Oh yeah. You know he's bringing it. Yeah. So that's just where I am with that. Like I don't see a path to victory for Toronto, especially now that Scotty Barnes is out. Mm -hmm. He rolled his ankle. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just don't see. I mean, Pascal Siakam. I mean, look, Pascal Siakam's a good player. He's a good he's player. Really but good. he's going against Joel Embiid, and and it's just like it's a mismatch. It's, it's a just, total mismatch. It doesn't even work. So it's you completely eliminated their best player by by using yours. So you know what I mean? Not so for nothing, like, but you can make an argument that Maxi cancels out Siakam. Yeah, you really can. In well, terms of production, you can make the case that I mean, if Maxi's putting up thirty, good luck. I mean. Freddie Van Fleet, yo, he's he, he can shoot. Yeah, he can, but when but he's he's like hot and cold. He and Gary Trent Jr. is out, so they don't yeah. have a, another elite shooter. So again, for Fred Van Fleet, that almost neutralizes them, mm -hmm. which sucks because he's a good player. I'm not saying that yeah, either. Like they is, are a yeah. good team. It's just when you have a team full of good players and then you have a team with good players and three stars, it's kind of hard to overcome. I agree with that. Yeah, 100. I mean, and you, and you could say Tobias is what. How would you like categorize him? He is a star role player. Star role player. So would you say he's a good basketball player, very good, or all-star level? 
I think Tobias Harris is very good. Okay. But in the right situation, in the role he's in now, he's very good. When he has to be your second scoring option, that's when he's mids. Because that's just not his game. Because he can't he can't he can't garner all the attention and still do, and still do what he needs to do to be successful. But when you have th now three other elite scoring options and, and he's your fourth option, he's perfect. Yeah. Because he could be a third scoring option. He just can't be he's a second. He's just chilling. And that's what happened yeah, last year when Ben Simmons decided to just stop playing. Your second scorer, scorer had to be Tobias Harris, and he yeah, can't do it. Right. It was just like he reminds me of what the Sixers Good did point. with Iguodala. Iguodala is not a one mm -hmm. in, his, in his prime. He yeah. was a two. But they were trying to make him a one, and it just didn't work. It didn't work. That's why when he went to the other squads like uh, Golden State, finals MVP, he's hitting all the big shots, because he's good in moments. He's yeah. not good in the 48 minutes that it takes. Right. No, I agree with that. That's a good point. All right. So next up, your finals pick. My finals didn't you, pick? You had the Grizzlies going to the finals from the West, didn't you? I had them in the Western Conference. Western Conference finals. Oh, yeah. I had them All right. They're the down 1-0. I had them losing this round to the Timberwolves. I had this was my upset pick in really? the bracket. I uh, had, yeah, you're right. It was. I had them in seven, I believe. The Timberwolves in seven. Um, Aunt Edwards is for real. Yeah, I tweeted about that like last week. He's like he might be the most underrated star, upcoming star in the NBA. He's because last year they were talking about Lamelo Ball with Rookie of the Year, and every and Aunt Edwards and those players were saying it's me, it's me, it's me. Now you look at it, and it's like, okay, he's in the playoffs. He just balled out. Where's he at? Get, uh, see, that's a tricky question. It depends. I mean, like, LaMelo Ball is still is still very, very good. Hell yeah. So it's like, all right, I mean, so, but Ant Edwards is actually, like, completely outshining him right now. He's He went to the playoffs. LaMelo Ball hasn't. Um, he's He won a playoff game. Not a series. I mean, does that ma does that matter in basketball if you win a playoff game versus a series? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I extent. want a playoff game. Like, oh yeah, he never won a playoff game. You know that fucking argument we that yeah. we do in football. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's different. It's not the same. Yeah, it's exactly. series. Because it's series. Like, yeah. Anthony Davis never won a, a series with the Pelicans. Yeah, exactly. Two years in a row, he went to the playoffs and got swept. So yeah. he didn't. It took him two years to win a playoff game. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny. Ant Edwards is built like LeBron, and handles like like a guard. Bro, these fastest. Fuck, and he just like he's just so athletic that it's so scary. The wolves are scary. This is why, but I they're not them. beating the Grizz. They're are, not beating the Grizz. Are bro. the Grizz in trouble? No, I I don't think they're in trouble. I mean, we've seen this before. I think they're in trouble. We've seen this before. We've seen low seeds beat a high seed. You know, in game one, everybody overreacts. Oh my god, here comes the upset. All this other shit. The Grizzlies. People forget. They're just on a sexy name, so nobody takes them serious. Okay. Think about that. If it was the Lakers down one, and ah, oh, the Lakers, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. It's fair to an yeah, extent. Yeah, they'll be fine. Kind of fair. If the Sixers were down one nothing, they'll be they'll be all right. It's one game. It's one game. It's I don't know about game. that. Sixers Bro, fans panic. The Grizz are going to be okay. They are still a very, very good team. They're losing a series. They are the second seed in the West for a reason. John Morant, he was still cooking. He had 30-something. 34, 35. Bro, come on. No. What are we talking about? No, let, all right, so we're going to have to talk about this a little bit. So here's my issue. <laughs> when we compared John Morant and we were talking about oh, top five players. Pick? No, I don't. But it's just, it's watching and, and, and like trusting my eyes. John Morant, I've said this before, is more like Derrick Rose 
when Derrick Rose was started in the now he won an MVP in 2011. John Morant doesn't really have an outside game. He can shoot a little bit, but he can't consistently shoot jumpers. That's not his game. His game is getting to the rack. And the reason I picked the Wolves was because Stephen Adams was unplayable yesterday. Zero points, three rebounds, yeah, and three I don't assists. Know what that is? <laughs> it's a bad matchup for the Grizzlies. They have no answer for Carl for Cat. Mm-hmm. Pat Bev got Cat different. Yeah, he acting different. He moving different. <laughs> He's moving. He different. decided to move differently. Moving so look, forward. So <laughs> they don't have an answer for Cat. And the type of player Ja is, Patrick Beverly is like his worst nightmare. Because Patrick Beverly's all over him. And it's gonna be and he has to work for all those points. And we're gonna get to the Celtics, but it's similar to KD. He, when you have to work for those points, it's different when you're not an elite when you're not an elite scorer nah, or bro, jump shooter. He, he's he's elite. He's not an elite jump shooter. Thirty two points. Did he catch an L? Hey, I, I get it. They lost the game. But he had 32 points. We're talking like this dude got like locked up. Uh, what are we talking about? Look, here's the the thing is though is that the it was it, it's the empty calories stat again. Oh, the empty calories. It's empty stat. calories. It sucks. Oh Christ. Hold on fast. I'm trying to find uh how many uh, which one called he had. <clears throat> so anyway, as it's I was right. saying, when John Moran fr- drops a 40 piece next game and the series is tied, the energy is going to be different. We'll see. Mike. No, I, I'm with you. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying it's a bad matchup for the Grizzlies, and they're going home. All right. After a really good season. I feel bad for them, but it's really what's going to happen. It's the, it's it's a bad matchup. They have no answer for Cat. I mean, put it this way. Steven Adams played two full <laughs> quarters. He played 24 minutes, right? Just say he's just – it's 12 minutes a quarter. He played two full quarters and didn't score a fucking point. I mean, at least get fouled. To go to the free throw line to fucking get a point. The problem, I mean, you got to produce. He's big and slow. Pulse. Yeah. The thing is, though, is Cat can shoot. So Cat's pulling him away from the basket. Then you have Anthony Edwards and you have uh, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly knocks down big shots. As much as I can't stand them, he does. He made a big three. Yeah, he did. In like the third or fourth quarter, I was watching it. So I think they're in trouble. I'm. Is tomorrow night a must win for the Grizzlies? Because after tomorrow night, they go back to Minnesota. Uh, is it two three two, or two two one one one? I think it's two. No, I think it's two three two until the finals. The finals is two two one one one. That's a good question. I actually, I don't know. That's well, a good question. That's that makes a difference. Is it a must win? No. No. You don't think that? You don't think so? I don't think it's a must win. I mean, who's to say that the, it is the two, Grizzlies two, can't? It's all 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Yeah, exactly. So you don't think it's a must-win? I don't think so. I think, the, I think the Grizzlies are a better team, and I think they just had a bad game, and it happens. It happens. It's okay. The Wolves are, are you know, they're coming <clears throat> off, you know, that big win to get into the playoffs, so they're riding the momentum. I know. Once, we'll see. Once, once one of those... Rails come off, they're gonna be back to the to the same wolves. They're gonna it's gonna be the same thing. The Grizzlies are, are a good team. All right, we'll see. They are. All right, so now we get into the big game of the weekend. The Celtics versus the Nets. Bro. This this game Kyrie's great, one of the best games I've ever seen Kyrie play for no reason. Um, what's your thoughts on that series before we get into his post-game presser? Because I know that's going to be a big topic. My thoughts on the series is that 
I knew this was this was the hardest series to pick. Remember, I said this last show. And I obviously I went with the Nets in seven because I feel like overall experience is going to propel in this series mm-hmm. that team. However, the Celtics, man, yo, they're tough. They've been they've been tough all year. They find ways to win. They just find ways to win. And Jason Tatum, man. Coaching. Jason Tatum is is he needs to wake people up this postseason. If he can go, if the Celtics can beat the Nets and go far into the postseason, he's he's going to be talked about. And he deservingly, like he's quiet. Like nobody really talks about Jason Tatum in the light of the <clears throat> echelon superstars. So, which is crazy. I I do. Which is I've crazy. always said that. I mean, I think he's the second best player under twenty five. Like he's next awesome. To he's he's a great great. He's a real great deal player. Um, um, but the Nets. Are the Nets? I think they're going to win next game. Um, and KD had a bad game. KD was off. Uh, Bro, he was didn't in- look like himself. And the Nets lost by one in the in the Garden. So my thing is, it's like if KD plays a little bit better, the Nets are just better. And Kyrie is going to completely. He's going to keep playing like this. He he's has minus- he has something against. He he wants to kill that. Ho- he wants to kill Boston. He's a he was a minus thirteen yesterday. That was the worst playoff game I've seen Kevin Durant have probably since his last game in Oklahoma City, or Game Six when they were up three one against the Warriors in two thousand sixteen. That was the worst I've ever seen. He just looked out of sorts, and Kyrie was cooking. Yeah, Kyrie was carrying his ass. To be honest, mm-hmm. he was carrying him, and then he he the defensive letdown for Jason Tatum to score. So it's just crazy because I didn't see him getting ripped apart on Twitter. He just gets a pass. It's one game. Could you imagine if somebody else in the league had a game like that? It's I, but that's but that becomes with the territory of being Factuals. the king. I get you. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> you with know what you. I mean, I'm well, just saying you're under a more you're under more scrutiny. You're under course. the spotlight is always on you at all times. That light is never off. So anytime there's a blemish or a negative moment, they're gonna attack. They blow it up. Of course, it's it's that's the media's job. They need to create stories to talk about on the shows the next day. That's the whole point. They love negative press. Anything positive, it's quick and easy. What are you going to say? Oh, I'm happy for them. I'm so happy that, you know, they they won or whatever. I mean, there's only so much you can say. But negative, you could say so much. Misery loves company. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yo, if you guys are watching out there, please share the stream so you can get more people in here. Six people is just embarrassing for us. Damn. Oh, I don't Not really give kidding. a fuck. I'm potting. I'm having a good yeah. ass time. If you don't want to show up, I don't really give a fuck. Maybe I'm still here. I'm still rocking. I'm here with Paws. I'm here with Philly Phil. Mikey, Mikey PC is coming back. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're I don't good. Give a fuck. Honestly. <laughs> All right. So now the big thing I want to talk about. Kyrie's postgame presser. <laughs> I loved it. I'll start off, too. I loved it. Yeah. I love it because I love what he said. Like, they're the ones supposed to be humble. And this is what I was talking about, though, with the throwing of the mouthpiece. What Kyrie Irving said yesterday was perfect. If the fans are going to do that and they're going to yell all that shit, like calling him a bitch and, you know, pussy and all that stuff. Like, okay, cool. But he should be able to turn around and do whatever he wants. If they're allowed to do it, he they should be allowed to do it. Can he tell someone to suck his dick? Yeah, the when he was walking in at halftime. I love that, too. That was great. Protect the logo. That's what it is. The NBA is a brand. Of course. They're a business, right? 
they want to keep it as professional as possible. When you got the players flipping off the fans, it's a bad look for the NBA. It is. It really is. Because kids watch this. So, so I mean, that I, is, I'm just saying. I'm glad you said that. And and that's how I feel about it. So let me ask you a question now. Were there kids around him when that guy was screaming, fuck you, pussy, bitch, asshole? So why isn't it, but why, my, my point is, though, is why isn't it the same? So you're telling no, me that is. a fan, so if I'm there and I'm with my son, and I don't know you and you're there, and you're screaming there calling him all that crazy shit, what's more vulgar? Gianni hearing all those terms, or Kyrie Irving going like this on his head and giving the finger? Here's my rebuttal of that. There is only so much security on each aisle of, you know, this of the stadium, right? Yep. The arena. When you have rows and rows of people saying bad things to one person, you can't control that. However, if there was one fan or two fans sitting next to each other screaming fuck you and all this other shit loud and they were the only ones, they would be tossed. That's no doubt about it. But it's that it just comes down to fan control. You can't control them all. That's why they get a pass for it. You know how you stop that? You know how you stop fans? A- from am yelling? I right? Yeah, but you know how you stop fans from yelling obscene gestures? Mm-hmm. You find fans. You're at a game. You get caught telling Kyrie Irving, "Fuck you." You get a five hundred dollar fine. That's watch never going to happen. I know. I'm just saying. No, you do that. Hit people in the pockets and watch how fast they fall. But that's never going to happen because because you have it's called fan control. You can't control three hundred people. Here's the thing too. He, like, Kyrie Irving, you need to block that out, too. Like, I'm not saying that he's right. I'm just saying in terms of, like, I don't, like, I don't hate what he did. I get what he did. I love it because it was fueling him. I'm just simply saying, though, like, he should, should he show professionalism and shit like that? Yeah, but to an extent. Like, you can't just, he can't be the one, oh, you always got to be the bigger person. But the NBA is just letting him go, letting them get away with that stuff. I mean, not for nothing, but they were making fun of LeBron when he had the two fans uh, kicked out, but apparently they were saying stuff about his wife and his son. I mean, that's not right either. Well, they got they got kicked out, right? Yeah, they did. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. It's like to me, um, I just I don't think Kyrie was wrong. I just don't because if they're allowed to say that stuff, I mean, what's he should be able to turn around and give it right back to him. He didn't say anything. He just gave him the finger. I feel like when you're in the NBA, you are a professional athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Which means you got to conduct yourself in a professional manner on the court and off the court. Fair. Right? Yeah. Because not only is he representing the NBA, he's also representing the Brooklyn Nets too. Yep. So you're representing these these brands by having a player flipping, flipping off fans in the game. I like that energy. I do. But I'm just saying for a business and brand protection um, point of view, I am saying it's a bad look for the NBA. I I do agree with that. I do. Like, I do because here's the thing. You already have a a bunch of people, myself included, saying that they're all spoiled brats and they're crybabies. You're making $40 million a year. You can handle some hecklers. No doubt. But I understand what Kyrie Irving's saying. Like, when it gets to that point and they're calling you those things, there's women there, there's children there. I mean, look, at the, on the contrary to that is he could be the, the bigger person and do that. But at some point, it's like enough's enough. So that that's where I, I don't think – I just – I don't think he's wrong. And I'll never, I'll never think he's wrong because I just – I – 
at some point, you have to you, you just can't sit there and just keep taking it. It's a form of bullying. I to get be it. Honest. So, but then that would come down to parenting. I mean, if if, these, if are, the thir- these are thirty and forty year old grown ass men saying this. But I'm I'm just saying, if you have kids around, if you're bringing to a, your kid to a oh, sporting I got event, you. that's going to be in a hostile environment, and you know what's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. Then it's like, okay, then, you know, what are you going to do? You're you're allowing that. You're saying screw it. I already know it's going to be crazy. My kid's going to hear a lot of shit. I'm accepting. Right? Yeah. No. I mean, of course. Like, I, you know, if I take my son to a game, it's I. I know that that stuff may be said, but it's. It's it's. I, I know exactly it. what I you're it. saying. It's a hard conversation. It it's, is. It's tough because there's a line. It's it just, is. Where is the line? There is none because, like I said, fan control. You ain't you ain't controlling. You're, you're not writing 300 tickets. <laughs> you're not. You're not writing 20 tickets for that matter. You're just not. So it just comes down to you know because you they always do kick the asshole fans out. Of course they always do, but like when you got a row of 20 people. And they're all saying the same shit, and you got... It's going to be even worse tomorrow. 20 people with rows of, you know, five rows. It's 100 people. You ain't controlling that. It's going to be even worse <laughs> tomorrow. Now that they know that they got to them like that? Oh, absolutely. Or Wednesday, whenever they play. It's going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely bananas. Straight up. I know. I can't wait. Like, that ser- I hope that series goes seven games just because of the entertainment. That felt like a finals game yesterday. I'm, I'm pumped for it. That game's going to be great. And now... All right, enough about them. Heat, blow out the Hawks. Was this more about the Hawks or more about the Heat? More about the Heat. The Heat are are legit. Like, this team, their defense is just they're, – they're flawless on defense. They are flawless. They literally – you know, if, if they give up, you know, uh, you know, an offensive rebound, they're, they're playing hard still. You know, usually you see teams kind of quit and they're just like, whatever, you know what I mean? Because they're just so tired from running around. And then it's 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 honestly deflating when a team gets an offensive rebound. It is. You reset the clock. You know, you're playing defense again. You're running around. And uh, it exuberates a lot of energy. So my thing is, it's like um, the Heat, I mean, they they play hard, man. They play extremely, extremely hard. And... Their defense locked up Trey Young. That man only had eight points. Like, they got to. They literally locked his ass they up. They locked his ass up. That team is for real. That was. And you know what's funny? Like, we, we talk about these superstars, but they don't even have a superstar, really, besides Jimmy Butler. If you want to if, if say that, I'm just saying. Pound for pound, I don't even know if he's better than Trey, but that's a different argument for a different day. That's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if, the, if their only superstar is Jimmy Butler, I mean, think about that, bro. They're, yeah. They have a good-ass team, and Duncan Robinson is fucking heat. So <laughs> That's right. No pun intended. Bro, he can ball. Him and P.J. Tucker went 12 of 13 for threes. Another solid piece. I don't think got. that'll ever happen again. P.J. Tucker's an awesome player. Yeah, he is. I wish the Sixers would get him. He's a honest. basketball player. Yeah. That's he it. Just, and it's funny because when he first came into the league, he, they had no use for him. He went and played in China. Yeah. And then the league came over to small ball, and he came back and found – found a role i mean he's on the bucks he, he was on the rockets now he's on the heat so i don't know i don't know where i am in this series like i feel like it's a bad matchup for the hawks because the heat can play so physical and i don't know if trey young is going to be able to do all the shit that he normally does bro this this series might be a sweep 
It looked like that yesterday. I'm not even kidding you. I think Miami's legit. I think they're being slept on because, again, they don't have that superstar. We're forgetting about uh, Kyle Lowry. Like, like Tyler he went, Hero? Hero? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Tyler Hero. I mean, not for nothing. Lowry, won a, he won a ring with Toronto. I know they won with with uh, Kawhi, but he still won, too. Yeah, he's good. Get the fuck out of here with that. You got to give him some respect, too. It wasn't just all Kawhi. Kyle Lowry made some fucking big clutch shots in the, in the finals. 100%. So like, I, yeah. I, Kyle Lowry's yeah, good. I mean, he slept on. I mean, he had a he had a pretty shitty game, but like he's still a good player. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Heat are for real. I think um, I can tell you why they're slept on. I just I like this team, man. That bench fight. That was when people just forgot about them. They, so they were in first well, place for a long ass time. Then that whole thing happened on the bench with Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, and um, Udonis Haslam. Mm -hmm. Everybody stopped talking about them, and they were saying, like, oh, is it going to propel them or is it going to sink them? It looks like it propelled them in the first game. Now, my issue with the the Heat is how, like, I do they don't have, as you were saying, like, they don't have a superstar. Can their style win against superstars? Are they a good enough team to get past teams with legitimate superstars? I I, I absolutely believe that's that. my I, that's my only question on the Heat. Now I hope it's not true because they're going to play. Hopefully they play the Sixers next. But I just I don't know if they're that good because Jimmy Butler sometimes can be hot and cold. I'm going to be honest with you, man. They're number one seed for the, for for a reason. That's a fair I, point. I know. I honestly think they could be anybody just because of their of their defense. Their defense is legit. And Spolstra is the second best coach. He's an awesome or the first coach. Best co or best coach. He don't get talked about either. Never. So it's like it, he he deserves a lot of credit. Honestly, he really does. He's kept in Miami Heat very competitive the last since since LeBron left. He has for real finals appearance, a yeah. couple of playoff appearances. I mean, they're always a forty win team ish. And like you said, without uh, that's when they lose LeBron. So. All right, enough about them. Suns handle the Pelicans regular. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chris like, Paul exploded for 15 straight points going into the fourth quarter. Out of nowhere, the Suns, the Pelicans actually were making it a game. Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum started hitting buckets. CJ McCollum had eight straight points, and they kind of got back into it. And then Chris Paul just said no, and it was a wrap. Yeah, this. Um... <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I I don't think the Pelicans have any chance. I actually feel the same. Like I don't feel like we even need to spend that much time talking on them because I don't. I think this is a clean sweep. I actually think this is the most lopsided match of the series. I mean, yo, bro. Even though Willie Green's a really good coach. Yeah, my guy D Book, man, he he shows up, yo. Twenty five. Twenty five. How many Chris Paul have? I'm not saying that. Chris, Shade. I'm Chris, genuinely Chris asking. Paul what do you have? Yeah. So, I mean, it's I mean, just, Chris Paul, yeah, he had a fucking fantastic game. Is Chris Paul the, the best? Man, the is, man had 30 points, 10 assists, three steals, seven rebounds, a block. He's the same age as LeBron. And look what look at the look what he's doing still. He's amazing. He's got he's got He did it with the Thunder, ago. the Rockets. He's nowhere near done. He's I feel like he's on the same level as LeBron with years to go. No, he's been in the league for Ever. And he just wins. Like I like every we were kids when he was in. We were seniors in high school when he got drafted by the Hornets. Bro. Like that's crazy. I remember talking about him at the lunch table at Highland. Yeah. That's insane.
Like, think about that. I know. It's wild. It's 20 years. That's crazy, man. But, yeah, I mean, anyway, I, I, yeah, I think the Suns are, are the best team in the NBA, period. Do you think they're, they're going to make the final? You have them making the final, I have them winning the whole thing. Well, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. I mean, look, I had the Sixers in the finals, to be fair. I don't love my pick. You love the Suns pick, though, not the Sixers. I love the, yeah. They're more reliable. I actually didn't know you picked the Sixers to go to the finals. Yeah, I did. I had the Suns winning in six. I hope that's not true, obviously. I hope it's not true. You either. hope it's not I true. Hope, too. I hope the Sixers win, but I, I just don't see any team beating this team in a seven game series, Mike. I just don't. I, I it is going to really be hard to don't. beat them four times. They're really good, and they've been there before. They have veterans all over the all over the roster. I and I don't even have them making the finals. I mean, DeAndre Ayton. I mean, the guy is fucking. He, he, this, been I don't know what it is, but in the playoffs, it feels like this guy elevates his game. He, he really does. He is a machine. Straight up. Like, I love his game. He's the perfect three for the Suns. I'm going to say something really wild right now. Oh, God. Go ahead. If I was starting a team right now, I would take DeAndre Ayton over Anthony Davis. I, I don't know. I would take DeAndre because he's he's, he is more valuable. In terms of what? Durability? Yeah, he's he's available. I don't think that's I how down I am on Anthony Davis. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's how down I am on Anthony Davis. I'll take the upside in Anthony Davis being healthy. It's not worth it. It's not going to happen, but that I know it's a crazy hot take, and I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit for it. I mean, I've I, DeAndre Ayton is I, really good. He's he, just getting he overshadowed by Chris Paul, Michael Bridges, and uh, and Devin Booker. He but is. He's a very good player. I'm not saying that he is better than AD right now, but I mean, he's had. <laughs> he had a better season because AD can't stay on the floor. And, and uh, what's his name? Had a really good game, too. Cam Johnson. He's heat. He Campaign's shot, good. He shot 83% from the field. Payne's good. What do you want? He talks a lot. Uh, Payne pisses me off, though, as much as I think he's all right. He pisses me off because I kind of think he's a clown. I, I got to be honest, man. This, this team is is loaded. I, I If they stay healthy, I just don't see a team beating them right now. Um. And as for the Pelicans, can they steal a game? Hell no. They just don't have enough. They really don't. They don't have enough. Yeah, Brandon Ingram and McCollum, they're just it's not good enough to beat the Suns. It's not. That's just I know, I'm with you. That's why I said I think this is the most lopsided one because here's the thing. We're gonna transition right now into the I mean, yo, do you think Larry Nance Jr. is gonna have fourteen points again? No. That's a big boost for them. Absolutely. I mean, Valanciunas, he had, a, he had a pretty decent game. He had 25 rebounds because he had 18 and 25. It's fucking ridiculous. And look, we're going right now. We're going to go to the Bucks and the Bulls. The Bulls put up a good fight yesterday. Yeah, they did. And I think uh, the line was 10 and a half, and they lost by six or seven. So they covered. Yeah. Because I don't, like, I... I don't think that that's like lopsided. I think the Bucks are definitively better, and I think they're going to win the series. Pro they'll probably sweep them or a gentleman sweep. But the Bulls are not a bad team. Nah, they they, they played really. They played good last night. They did play really good. They, they really had the good. lead for a minute in the they third did. quarter. They did. They came back, and even I think even in the fourth quarter, a little bit. Yeah, they were going back and forth. Mm -hmm. It was about like what, like five minutes left or something. Six, six, six minutes left. They made they them work it. for it. Yeah, exactly. So do I I think the Bulls are gonna win a game or two. Damn, really? 
Yeah, because I actually like this team. I think they have. I, I think they have star. I think they have a really good team. Like, I mean, look at their roster. I mean, they have DeRozan, which he was he was off. He was garbage yesterday. He was garbage. But like, everybody has a bad game. Everybody has a bad game. It's okay. You have seven games. That's what basketball. See, that's what makes the NFL so hard. If you have a bad game, you're done. If you have a bad game in basketball, you have like six more chances potentially. Usually in the NBA, the best team wins the series. Yeah, but you're able if I, I that's true. They do for real. That's like, true. Very, no, no, no. It's very seldom that you get like a legitimate like outside of the Warriors to the, the we believe Warriors beating the Mavericks in like 2010 or 2009. The best, the better team gen, gen, generally always wins the series. No, that's true. But I'm just saying in the terms of Demar Derozan, like he had a bad game. I expect him to bounce back. Still at 18. I mean, six of 25 is pretty cool. Pretty brutal, bro. That's horrible. It Six is. of twenty-five. How many points did he have? Too. He had he had eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. On twenty-five. So, on twenty-five shots. So think about That's that. That's horrible, yeah. dude. Yeah, he shot more times than he has points. You know who else did that? Hmm. Kevin Durant, which is a wild statistic. It, yeah, but I, again, it's he had a big game. It happens. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I think Demar Derozan is going to bounce back. I think. Um, Zach Levine is going to have a better game. Like, I, I feel like the Bulls are going to give the Bucks some fits. It's not going to be like, I don't like, think I, that I don't think it's going to be a sweep. They can't take them lightly. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I don't. I think I had them as a sweep in there, to be honest. But, like, and they're missing Lonzo. Not that Lonzo's a superstar, but Lonzo's a good basketball player. But if you make mistakes against Milwaukee, they're going to make you pay and, and you're done. And, and, and you're on the road. So like you got you got to play your best. I know you got to eliminate the mistakes. That game you was gotta, there for you them shoot, too. You got to shoot the ball better. Yeah, absolutely. That it game was. was right there for it. Me. Really was. I know that was a it was a better game than I than I anticipated for sure. I mean, Kobe White had a nice game. I loved him coming out of college. Twelve though. points, shot fifty percent, four rebounds, plus four. I need to get his own shot. He was plus four. So the t- the problem is is again it's Giannis. Giannis is a le- he's the best player in the NBA. So it's hard to go up against that. Is he? Yeah, he is. He's the best overall player in the NBA. We could have that fun debate soon. I'm surprised you didn't say Joel Embiid, but all right. It's hard. It's hard. (laughs) That's a hard hard question because he won a championship without a second legitimate star. So that's a a fun question now. I mean, Drew Holiday in his slouch. He's not. Chris Middleton ain't a slouch. No, but they're they're just good but players. But they're yeah, they're good players. I get you. They're just not they're not the superstar <clears throat> status players. It's not like a KD and Kyrie, a LeBron and AD. Although I think Drew Holiday's really slept on. He's like he's the most of, underrated player in the He's NBA. probably one of the better uh defenders in the league. One of the best. He's a top five two way player, you could probably argue. Yeah. So top eight. He he ain't a slouch. He just don't have that superstar status. That's all. It's the Who name. cares? And now he's in a small market. It don't, it don't mean you can't win. I know. That's how I look at it. But anyway, we'll move on. From move that. on. All right. Jazz versus Mavs. I don't even know what to say <laughs> about this. Jazz barely escape. Without Luka. Without Luka. If Luka is in that game, they probably win by fucking 40. Yeah. I don't understand. I think Quinn Snyder's a good coach. And I don't understand this team. I, You know what I really think the issue is? I think there's a genuine dislike amongst the teammates mm-hmm. in the locker room. When the whole thing happened with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell when COVID first happened, that was like their downfall. They had to get together, talk it out, things like that. It's two years later, and the same shit is happening. 
I don't think Donovan Donovan Mitchell's a member of the Jazz next year. I agree. I think he's going to do the Knicks. Knicks. They're going to get their first superstar because they're going to have they're going to be able to trade Julius Randle. They have some pieces. Or the Heat. I mean, that's a good, that's a, hey. a good one too. The only problem is the hey. Heat would have to give up a lot. Hey yo. But Pat Riley, yo, Pat good. Riley don't fuck around. He's yo. got the Heat. <laughs> Facts. But um, they're yeah, the biggest I, nah. letdown every single year. The Mavericks are going to come back and win this series. I don't know because they're saying that Luca's really, really fucked up. Ah, oh, well then if he's fucked up, then the Mavericks. So are here's the thing: up, they're so. saying that he's not playing tonight, and he's going to try and play Game Three. But they said that if this was the regular season, it's like a two-week recovery time. Okay, so if the Mavericks can steal a game, and Luca comes back Game Four, they're down two-one. You get Luca back. I'm taking the Mavs, bro. That's why everybody's picking the Mavs in seven because they're saying that when Luca. I mean, here's the thing. Yet by all indications. If Luca comes back, it's not even a series. If everybody's betting that, then I'm really, I'm kind of concerned now. Everyone's <laughs> saying them because they're saying Luca's going to come back. I mean, they won by I think four or five points. Yeah, it was uh, 90, 98 to ninety four. Yeah, dude, that's embarrassing. I just don't like. I just I can't wrap my head around the Jazz. I really can't. They have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Like they're a good squad, and you could and you can't ninety nine ninety three. They lost by six, and you can't beat. The Mavericks with Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, you beat them by six points. You're getting a tough time with Spencer Dinwiddie leading the Mavericks. And they're keeping the game close. And you have Donovan Mitchell. What is it? They show clips all the time on like YouTube and Twitter of Donovan Mitchell and the players not even looking at Rudy Gobert. They might really hate this dude. And they just don't give him the ball. Like they show him like this, like with his arm up calling for it. He is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I. He don't do it for me either. Who? Gobert. I think he's, he's a great defender. So I think I said cool. this. I think I said this one time. That but Palante, the man have fucking five points. He's garbage. How do you, how do you play thirty five minutes and have five points as a big man? I, at least, like I said earlier, at least get fucking fouled. He's for real. I mean, five, bro. He help your team. Points. Box out. Get the get, you know get the ball. Demand get the rebound. ball. Yeah. Develop a fucking hook shot. That's what I was telling Do you, though. Something. They're saying that the players won't pass him the ball, that they just look at him and don't pass him the ball. Then So he's just a waste of space. That's it. He's just taking up real estate on the court. Seven foot five, and the dude had five points. So uh, then why? My thing is, that, I mean, you're going to play him for rebounds, of course. Yeah, but I mean... but. I mean, yeah, they, they do matter. So I don't want to say it like that. Obviously, you know, yeah. second chance points and things I mean, like bro, that. He had 17 rebounds. That, that counts for something. Yeah, but he had 17 rebounds and they still only won by six. It's yeah. cr- it's insane. I mean, dude. Look, I just I, I can't figure that team out for the life of me. Yeah, I mean, they play tonight. They're playing tonight right now. Now, if the Mavericks steal this game tonight. I, I really will think that I fucked up picking the Jazz. I, I don't I, know why I picked them. I think I'm an I, idiot. I think I had Dallas in seven. You picked Dallas because yeah, I remember I saying that the Dallas. reason I the only reason I picked the Jags was because I didn't think because from everything that I was reading they were saying that Luca was um, that he was really really hurt. And then they showed him like walking into the arena and mm-hmm. he was gimpy. Oh, we got a comment. Sixers up fifteen at half. By the way, God far I like the Mavs with the points tonight. Oh, by the way, that reminds yeah. me. If you followed me in theories, you would have won a lot of money. Facts. Pelicans Cavaliers. Nick had a parlay. He hit. I took the Timberwolves uh, yesterday on the money line, and that hit. And then I was a really big degenerate and took the Celtics make the first basket. 
I won, but I was in my degenerate stage because I, yeah. I was bored and I, I felt the you itch. You were about it. I felt the itch and just couldn't, I couldn't resist. And yeah. then I was just laughing at myself at how pathetic I am with betting because I just, I love it. Yeah. I, I love took, the adrenaline rush. I, I took the, the Nets and the Timberwolves. Damn. To win that bet. It didn't, it didn't win. And you lost on that, and you lost on that layup. No, I won that bet. The Nets didn't win. I'm talking about on Friday. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Friday, I, when I took the Nets and the Timberwolves. Oh, was that the bet? No, I thought it was the Cavs and the and the Pelicans because it was the second play-in. Or the Hawks and the Pelicans. <laughs> Nick Herrera. <laughs> Sour. Sour. Oh, you're right. It was. I'm an idiot. I am a jackass. I apologize. On Friday night, yeah, I took the Hawks over the Cavs, and I took the Pelicans over the Clippers. I'm a jackass. That, that's right. I did. And we picked them on the show. Yes, because I was going to check, check, our, check our resume. Free gas. Free gas. There yeah. it was. <laughs> In your car or or your jar. Yeah. 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 Either or, baby. You know what I mean? Free gas. Name. In your car or in your jar. <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah, that's the episode title, man. All in right. your car or in your jar. Uh, it's funny as hell. All right, and for our last topic tonight, we are going to the Nuggets and the Warriors. Jokic looks like shit. Uh, I guess Vorp doesn't matter when you get into the playoffs. For everybody thinks he's the MVP, he's not. Vorp doesn't matter. It's a stupid stat made up by nerds that don't know how to watch basketball games and don't enjoy watching basketball games and try and turn everything into numbers. And that's all I really have to say on Jokic. That's really how you feel? Yes. Because there's, there's, like I said, you can use it for shit, but the reason the Rockets lost to the Warriors is because they missed 27 three-pointers in a row. Because for some reason, the Rockets thought that you don't need to shoot mid-range jump shots. That's not true. That's not, that's not basketball. You need to shoot mid-range point. Look at Chris Paul. Look at Kevin Durant. Look at DeMar DeRozan. Tyrese Maxey even. Joel Embiid. You need to shoot mid-range shots. And I just, the analytics stuff just ruined sports. It did. Because people are so are so hypersensitive to it. It ruined sports. I got to be honest. Don't do this. I think, I think you really just don't like Jokic. And I think that because of your love for Embiid. Mm -mm. It has to be. It's not that. Because this, bro, he's a baller. <laughs> what are we talking about? He is. I never said that. He just wasn't the MVP. No, I'm not saying he don't have to be the MVP. Here's the thing. Two things can be true, though. He's still one of the best players. In he the is. NBA. And he I does mean. impact the game. But when you go to do MVP stats, when you go to do MVP stats, and you're trying to say who has the most impact on a game, and you're simply coming down to an analytical chart, I believe that's bullshit. To me, that's saying, like, okay, you're a really good player, but here's a narrative. Let's try and find a way for you to become the MVP. Instead of just watching with your eyes and saying, okay, look at this guy's performance and look at that guy's performance. Who's elevating their team more? No, I get it. I, he was the sixth seed in the West. A sixth seed? I get Mike, And he's going to be a back-to-back -back MVP now? A sixth seed. Pauls, you're preaching to the choir. We know this. I get it. But what's your overall thoughts on the series? The Warriors and the Nuggets. Um, if so, to me, it looks like the war the Warriors are going to sweep them. Five five games at best. They just feel outmatched. Stephen Curry had a terrible game. <laughs> yeah, he did. Terrible. He was really off. And they still handled them. And Jordan Poole, bro. I I mean, 
I don't really even know where to start with him because he is like he's like <laughs> I don't I, a mixture of Clay and Steph. Like I don't even know. He is so good. He is so good, dude. You know what's funny about him too is that I feel like Andrew Wiggins is playing really good basketball, but he's not getting the eyes that he deserves because of Jordan Poole. He did in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then Jordan, Jordan Poole, Poole You're 100% yeah, happened. right. So I feel like, but Andrew Wiggins had a great game too. Tobias Harris. He's the fourth option. He's a, he's a good, he's, he's a good in, in that role. He's perfect. That's, in that role. that's, he's perfect in that role. We were just saying this earlier. When he was with the Timberwolves, they tried making him a one. Mm-hmm. That's not him. He's not your first, or if he's your best, if he's your best or second best scoring option, you're probably not going to win. Like if he was on the Warriors and he was their third scoring option, they could get away with that with Steph and Clay. Let me ask you a question. Because this Warriors team kind of reminds, like, they're, I feel like they have a better team than than the team I'm going to mention. But I feel like they are kind of like similar in star power. I'm talking about the Sixers and the Warriors. Who do you, who would you take in a series? That's my finals matchup. That's your finals matchup. You want the Suns in there? I have the Sixers over the Warriors. Okay. I have the Sixers in seven. So you think the Sixers are a better team than the Warriors? Um, I. <sighs> wow. Uh, that's a tough question, dude. It's hard as hell, <laughs> Paul's. <laughs> yeah, that's a really tough question. That's a good question. So. Here's the thing. I I feel like it's an even matchup, but I feel like the Sixers have the advantage with Embiid because I Draymond Green can't fuck with him. And I feel like we can match their scoring output. If if Maxi plays the way he can. Because you have Harden and Curry. Embiid, I mean Embiid is Embiid, dude. Right. He's a matchup nightmare. But if Jordan Poole can, continues to play like this, he could kind of negate Maxi. Yes, but my, so, here's my thing. So here's my thing. You have Embiid and Harden versus Clay and Steph. Who do you trust more? They've been there before. Clay and Steph. That's where I'm at. Because I feel like Andrew Wiggins and Tobias cancel out. Draymond Green. I don't know. I mean... He's a Draymond good, Green's di- is a he's different. A good, he's a he's different. A good, yeah, he's hard to judge because he does little stuff. He does little stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, right. He does the dirty work. The dirty work. He's correct. the heartbeat. He's like the 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 person in the huddle. The leadership. Getting everybody, yeah. yeah, the leadership. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. But my thing is, is Embiid's a matchup nightmare for them because you can't go small ball on him because Embiid could go out and shoot the three. Mm-hmm. But if you go small ball, he'll bully any of them down low. Oh, absolutely. So to me, Embiid is just a difference maker. The only team that really scares me for the Sixers would be. The Bucks because of Giannis, but I think that we can handle them. I think we can beat the Bucks, and if the Suns got there, I think the I think he I think he would I think he would bust up DeAndre Ayton because DeAndre Ayton's too skinny, and Bead's a different animal, man. I'm not saying he's that. seven foot, two hundred ninety pounds. I'm not saying that, but I've seen Embiid get shut down by by players he should have never gotten shut down from. The only person I know that shuts down Joel Embiid, <laughs> Al Horford. Weirdly. Oddest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, Embiid, he's, he's on another planet. He, he's, he's different. But going back to the Warriors and Nuggets, I'm with, I'm with you. I, I just... 
It's hard, man. It, I, I, how do you say the MVP or runner-up of, of MVP this year to get swept? I mean, how? I how do you how? Like that's where I'm stuck at. I'm just like, I get it. They're playing the Warriors, but you don't think that he can he can't win one game if you are the MVP of the league or you are the runner-up and you are the former MVP. You got to at least win one game. You can't get swept. You can't. You cannot get swept. That's like Aaron Rodgers losing in the first round of the playoffs. Completely gone. That's like Brady losing the first round of the playoffs. You win one. You've been there before, right? Is it the same magnitude? My thing is, though, is like he was the MVP last year. And for me to follow up, you need to have like a spectacular season. I don't think he had a spectacular season. I feel season. like he had the same kind of season. The same and kind a little of season. Bit and the problem is, is that probably a little bit better for if anybody's watching, and they don't know what VORP is. It's value over replacement player. So it's basically saying take out the star and put in an average role player. And that's what it is, which is a dumbass stat, because if you take out Joel Embiid, you took out Kevin Durant sounds, and they went from the one seed to the to the play in game. It sounds like a like a, a complicated formula that I just don't really want to figure out. It's, it's 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 a formula. It's, it's a formula for nerds. Yeah. That sit there and say, oh my God, look, if we calculate, you know, Y equals MX plus B, look how good this guy is. <laughs> Nobody uses Y equals MX plus B. I use it three times in like 11th grade. It just doesn't, it's just the same shit. And it's stupid because everything about sports now is analytics. Mm -hmm. Everything about it is analytics and it just ruined the sport. Yeah. I don't believe in that kind of shit. I, I go off eye test. I mean, that's how I evaluate players. To who I like, who I think is big, big potential star versus who ain't. I could see on the eye test. It doesn't, it like, if you had to, you had to not watch the NBA this year if you didn't think Joel Embiid was the MVP. I mean, you got players on other teams after they just, the Sixers just beat them saying, yo, he's the MVP. I mean, come on. Like Kevin Durant was saying it. Kevin like, Durant. Are, these are high profile yeah. guys. These and Kevin bums. Durant and, and Embiid. They clashed. beat on the court. Yeah. That's just a sign. That's the ultimate that's sign respect. of respect. Exactly. You're exactly right. So it's just like, to me, it's like, what do our, why, why are we questioning this shit? You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's where I sit on that. I'm the, I'm the same. I think, it's, I think it's garbage if he doesn't win. So whatever. I know. And that concludes tonight. Everything. NBA playoffs. That was, that was fun. fun, bro. Yeah. We always rock out. Always. No now it's going to get more interesting as these series go on though. Because once you start getting in 2-0 and and 3-1 and stuff like that, then the opinions are going to come out. I got to be honest, man. You got me thinking on this, on, on the Grizz, but <laughs> I hope I didn't put the hex on them. <laughs> You've done that before, bro. You fucked the whole dynasty up. I know, Warriors. I did, yo. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, <laughs> Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we will see you guys Thursday night at P&I.